0: What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Baby, don't hurt me.
1: Don't I love me. this. <laughs> Welcome to the Dadvocacy Podcast. This is Ronnie Skaggs.
2: And this is Tristan King.
1: That uh that that is a banger from what, like 1994? Yeah, I don't think it's a banger every year, man.
2: I, you can't <laughs> Can you go stop. wrong with it? It doesn't stop. No, it doesn't stop at all. So, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Yes. Happy day. Happy day. We're in here recording in the new studio. We're going to be a little more focused today because... Um, we're hitting some serious subjects today.
1: <laughs> we were... Well, we normally hit serious subjects, but I think we're going to take a less serious approach to a more serious subject matter. I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll get some laughs in
2: here. <laughs> we're going to see what happens. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. If so you guys hear paper, that's Ryan. Ryan loves playing as a paper, as you know, in episode, what, Two. You just had it all over... Oh, episode one. It was one. <laughs> you were shaking it all over the place. It was crazy. Yeah.
1: No, uh, I've, I haven't learned my
2: lesson yet. So we're going to sit off a little relaxed for you guys. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen it, but uh, there was this uh, Walmart Valentine's Day gift, and it's basically... Uh, can I say butthole on air? Yes. Okay, butthole. It's basically a butthole, heart with a butthole, and it says, I love you, capital A, H-O-L-E, lot, right? And they I hope. showed it to my son, and it's amazing. I'll, I'll post it on this after we upload the episode. Um, but it's amazing, and I was like, man, if we stuff that thing full of candy, and we give it to my son's girlfriend, she'll have to reach into the butthole and pull out all the candy. And it's <laughs> it's a multifaceted gift.
1: And I thought, yeah, we got to do this. Problem is... Emphasis on the ass and the faceted. <laughs> seriously. The problem is, though, is that we, uh, we couldn't find it.
2: We looked at all the Walmarts. It didn't happen, so total bummer on that side um but ryan it's it's valentine's day it's coming up right yep um we're a little early but this is our episode for that ryan do you do gift giving do you not how do you roll on valentine's day single <laughs> <laughs> nice so you uh
1: self-service saturday <laughs> uh, yes <yeah, self-service.
2: laughs> that's what you're talking about last time right <laughs> yeah,
1: frodian slip but yeah yeah exactly uh, um, no, I mean, I in a relationship. What do you I in a relationship? Um, I like to do the the dinner, and I actually like to make dinner because yeah. I like to cook. I can usually cook a better meal than I can go out with all the knuckleheads and like watch young dudes like make fools of themselves and stuff. But um, plus, I'm at an age now because I was once that young guy that would go out to dinner and do all that stuff. But yeah, um, I think it depends kind of the situation and the person you're with, but. So, for, uh, yeah, what about you? For me, I'm a little different because um, I'm the guy that is like,
2: I can't believe you have to have one day of the year where you actually show affection to your girl. Blah, blah, blah. Come on blah, now. Right. <laughs> uh, and so and I talk that way. talk all year long, but I always end up getting something on Valentine's Day because I'm a sucker. Right. And I love you Go can't on. help it. I mean, I love all the flowers, love the hearts. I like eating the chocolates for myself anyway. Right. Sure. So that, that's kind of how I roll on this side, um, which is entertaining is all heck. Now, what people don't realize is that we have two guests in the house, Yay, Valentine's Day guests. So I've got my brother, Junior. You're going to hear me talk about Junior. And when I say brother, this is him. Junior, how you doing?
3: All right. How you doing?
2: Wow. Junior's a Marine. You that's can tell. That's all got. Yeah.
3: That's, <laughs> that's, all, I, that's all I got right now.
2: I feel like <laughs> Ruby Rod in uh, The Fifth Element, where he's talking to Bruce Wilson. He's like, so what do you say? And he goes, hey, <laughs> Big blanket. is like, wow, you know. So I think it's awesome. We have Kendrick here, other uh, brother over on the side. Was the Was it okay? Kendrick Samurian Marine also. Um, apparently, the only talk is to talk in the in the army. I guess if you in the Navy, you'd be too busy gasping for air. That's not a squids. <laughs> yeah. I ain't saying nothing. I can't. We're <laughs> <It's> going down. Hold <laughs> your breath, boys. Is, there we go. This is PG, right? <laughs> yes, this is PG. So we're not going to say anything else. I'm not going to tell you my jokes uh. about that. But and we're. I mean, in the military, we all we all have other branches that we do have to mock. It's like required. Um, so we all have a lot of fun. But it,
3: it's fun though.
2: Like yeah, and no, we respect mm-hmm, each no. each group 100. But we have to because it's fun and it really is. So, uh, people, if, if we get off track a little bit, it's because there is going to be some comic relief. Uh, these are the, some of the funnest jokers I know, and I thought it'd be fun to bring them on ah, to try no, and help I'm, out. I'm, I'm really um, and this will help it make it so maybe Ryan
3: doesn't cry.
1: Maybe, yeah. I don't maybe. Know. Or you guys could like, make fun of me since I was the one like, odd man non-military in here. So, I'm the odd man out.
3: You said you were a Boy Scout.
1: Royal Ranger, right? Let's get her.
3: Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, Presidential Physical Fitness Award winner. Right? That is cheap. Yeah.
2: Chippendales Rescue Royal Rangers, <laughs> not the other Chippendale.
1: I just, I had to clarify. Whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, I had to clarify that, right?
1: I mean, yeah. Well, Royal Ranger being like it's like Christian Boy Scouts.
2: That's cool though. That's awesome.
1: You it actually was actually a lot more fun than, boy, than my friends that did Boy Scouts. We actually did way cooler stuff.
2: So was it a lot like church camp and less
1: fondling too? I'm sure.
2: You know, oh, yeah, no, no kidding, kidding. Oh
4: Do we even wear that
2: fine print out again? We, 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 <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I don't I think I forgot I my signature See <laughs> that
4: oh,
1: go there? Oh my <laughs> lord oh, Sorry.
3: Oh, I think I just was... watched a bunch of candlestick yeah. from Right out the room but, um, <laughs> Oh
1: boy, we're going to have to probably edit that
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> It's a <laughs> lot a lot of editing happening right now so if we do this probably five <sighs> um, minutes in, sorry we might know it'll be okay I think I mean yeah. we all every, if you haven't read in the newspapers you know sometimes we talk about things that are happening in the world right and I do that every once in a while and there there has been a massive lawsuit that has afflicted that's a good term the Boy Scouts of America yes. uh, which we still we love them they're great we like the Girl Scouts too um, but very, very much yeah and there is there was just some bad stuff going on there and uh, much like the Catholic Church we we still love all of it. We don't love all of it. I'm sorry. No, we don't love all of it. I apologize. How do I say this? You're not um, doing good here, buddy. <laughs> this ship is sinking and I'm not yeah. even a sailor. Forgive me. Uh, yeah. Again. Again. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, we started off on a really deep foot. Right we, maybe we should pull it back in a little bit. I don't know. We'll finish it up. Anyway, we respect <laughs> both groups and we understand that there's good people and bad people in all situations. So that's how it is. Do you want to give me some sad horn? That, yeah, which one? It's the sad horns up there, dude. Oh, yeah, there them. you go.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Thank you, Ryan. So, I'm a failure today, <laughs> but we're going to make this happen. Um, Ryan actually came prepared with this piece of paper. I don't know when I'm we gonna, need to read this. We're not going to jump
1: into it yet. We don't want to? Oh, no, yeah,
2: no, 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 not yet. Okay, so since this is a heavy one, um, we'll actually we'll dig in and we'll get some input from, uh, from Ken and from uh, Junior in some real somber approach because. You know, we all have gone through relationships. Ken's had at least two, I think. Pretty accurate, Ken.
4: Nah, there's been more.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was trying to make him sound innocent, but hey, you know, whatever. I'm working for you, like buddy. In the fifth
1: year on this one, <laughs> ladies, I'm Ken is single. Pass.
2: Ken nice. is single.
1: Single club. All right. So hey.
2: um, just like Ryan. Also, um, just want to say though. Also, check this out. Kendrick knows Chuck Norris.
1: What? Yeah, he does. Do I get like vicarious powers by being near you?
2: Read my aura, and you'll find out. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Ken does. He trained with him. It's pretty awesome. I thought Ryan might like to know that because it's kind of cool. I love,
1: yeah, I'm a Chuck, big Chuck Norris fan. Uh,
2: we all love yeah. Chuck. We all do. Good ground Chuck is good. Chuck roast is good. Chuck eye. And the Chuck Norris is good.
1: Chuck eye underrated steak, by the way.
2: Chuck Well, that's true. You're right. It depends yeah. on how you cook it, though. It's like a ribeye. I, I cook mine on a griddle. I don't know what he means. You cook on the griddle. Oh, my... Everything cooks in the griddle. What? You'll do it. Don't worry. No. Got,
1: All right. I got a trigger, so I'm, like, shaming you right now.
2: I know we're totally deflecting right now because yeah. this is a heavy episode. <laughs> um, and I don't want to... I mean, we're staring at our notes here, and there's there's just this, this line that I have to say. Um, but we'll talk about it. You ready? Are we getting into this right now? What do you
1: think? Oh, no, let's jump in. Okay. Uh, we're trying to go a shorter episode this time around, so now let's go ahead and jump in.
2: Well, we'll cut an hour, hour 20, and that's what you guys can look forward to. But... We're going to talk about Valentine's Day, and this uh, kind of alludes to relationships. And so let's talk about opening up, because uh, me, myself, that scares the hell out of me. Um, that really scares the hell out of me. Um, as a man, you know, we don't talk about opening up enough, and this is a, a common theme among all of our episodes. Um, we're not, I don't know if we're just not mature enough, because we all are giant man-children. Men-children? man Men-children. Men-children. Plural? What do you think, Ryan? I don't know. I junior <laughs> man or men children? I
1: think you're men children. I think I man, I'm a giant man child. Man child. If we if we are individuals here tonight, and we are all men child.
2: If we straight man, I think child. it's a man child. Menstration. Manstration. manstration they, man there's child. Some
1: menstruation going on in here. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> So
2: it's really tough for us to open up. I mean, truly, um, my my veteran brother's sitting here and we're all looking around each other. And, and yeah, it really is a challenge to express our emotions and really be real with somebody. Um, as I said earlier, it takes me about two plus years to say I love you to a woman. That's tough. Um, so really yeah. opening up No, I care, mean, right? I
1: get that. And like, I think it also is a manner of, I mean, you've got history within... Has it always been that way, by the way?
2: Just about. Well, except when I was a kid, I loved everybody. I love okay. you to every... Well, I mean, as a kid, you say it. And even in high school, you just say it. I don't even know if you really mean it, but I think the more okay. I understood what love was, the less I said it. Okay. No, Until that I meant sense. it, and then I said it all the time. Because I was going
1: to say, like, I mean, you could go back to, like, if there was abandonment issues or something like that growing up, that it would be a little bit harder to say <laughs> I love you to somebody I could understand that, so...
2: That makes sense. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I tried wrong. <laughs> this is my new
1: voice. I now have COVID. Everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So Ryan, um, are you saying that because my father left me at a young age that I might have abandonment issues? <laughs>
1: uh, put it that way. Wow. No, no, I mean, no, I'm not saying that you do because I'm not diagnosing you with anything. But I, I mean, it could be possible that you could have underlying. I mean, anybody could have that issue. With, Ryan it, it is doesn't not have a doctor. Be, Oh, no, not even. No, don't. Um, yeah, I'm barely an insurance agent. Um, That's what matters. <laughs> That's what matters,
2: Junior. This is a military appreciation episode. Also, yeah. If we swear a couple times, or if you hear swearing, we apologize. No, uh, did it
3: pick that up?
1: Yeah. Cool. I didn't hear it, so you're all. You That's all right. You don't have to repeat it. <laughs> um, now somebody's going to rewind it just to hear what you actually said. If they're really going to try to. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Trolls will be true. Be true. Yeah, but um, no, I think like you go through anything that it resembles loss or like an individual in your life that has a huge role in, uh, <clears throat> in just how you approach things, like growing up, and has like that, um, that heavier hand in your life. That like, and if you have avoidance in that or avoid in that in that role too, yeah, you're going to naturally kind of. Take that with you and seek it somewhere else. Are you are going to f- find a void and so you don't get hurt in the same way?
2: I think part of that is that often uh, we, as young children, we we do try and break that mold. We try and open up along as we go, right? Uh, and if you don't have friends that are caring enough to accept your opening up, or relationships where you have opened up and they shoot you down or cut you down, you start getting really guarded, right? So sure. the more you go through life with that, the more <laughs> you experience that that cut offness that you you don't want to open up you build that wall up so yeah. high that it's, it's tough
3: yeah the walls start coming up after after you've been hit hard a oh, few sure. times sure. it's it's harder to open up more and more as you go um so i can totally relate with that like i could totally vibe with what you're saying
2: yeah i just it didn't make sense you know i think the first time we try and open up as kids to our best friends right and if that best friend is um, is a good one, he accepts it and talks and you have a good conversation, right? And if he's not, then, you know, he calls you a pussy and you, you, you're as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's really what it is, right? So then you carry that to your next relationship and you have a relationship with a girl and she wants you to open up and, you know, talk to me and show me your feelings. And, and you try and turn into my favorite character from Bedazzled. Remember that one? The redheaded that just talks about everything and weeps. And she goes, oh my gosh, you're a pussy. And I don't want to use that term so too much, but the reality is that yes, there are many women out there that once you expose yourself to them, they look at you in a different way.
1: The ones that really scare me though, is the ones that, like, if you do open up to them, and then they open up to you, but it's like way more extreme. Like that ends up being for me, like I view that as, you know, that starts to get into like manipulation tactics. So they they're using that as a as a way of like covertly trying to um, you know, lead you into like, Oh yeah, it's okay to go ahead and be weak. I've now found your weakness. Let me tell you about how bad my weakness is. But so now like I can exploit yours now that I know where you have like your area kind of gets you into that dangerous ground. So, I mean, I opening up is great. I don't get me wrong. Like I, it's a huge, very important piece of building any relationship. I think it's knowing that individual who you're opening up to also, um, and it takes it's safety. Very, it's, yeah, it's, you have to have safety with that individual. Yeah.
2: And if, you really, it, it If it takes happens a too
1: soon, like, uh, like it's a little scary. Could
2: you yeah. imagine that awkward first date? <clears throat> hey, by the way, here's all of my everything. Um, I'm a closet this and I'm a closet that, and I can't express my feelings properly. And let's do this. I mean, yeah. You, oh gosh, I can't no, even would fathom <laughs> that day. That'd be awesome. Insecurity issues, I see. I mean, yeah. just unload that stuff, right? So, it, and it really does, but uh, opening up to anybody, it's it's tough. Even if it is to your best friend. It's well, um, just
1: intimacy. It's so hard to, like, be in, and not in the, because we're going to get to sex, obviously, but the term intimacy of that, that, in, that ability to, like. The emotional intimacy. Yeah, connect with that individual yeah. at a deeper, more, like, spiritual level, too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it's not always about sex, though. I mean, I think. For sure. You know getting to know that person cuddling all that shit that's that's more than that
1: absolutely I no i totally agree
2: no and it really is yeah so i mean it we all go through a lot of experiences and and i'm honored to have my brother here and ken here because we we really do open up to each other we're we're not typical and ryan i mean you and i are building that relationship also and yep. it's amazing that we can and it's crazy i i, I cried <laughs> on our third episode
1: third episode i got you cry
2: because you're a schmuck, but <laughs>
1: I start because
2: we are developing that. We're, being, we're able to open up to each other, and it's it's more and more getting comfortable with that. Um And I love that Junior's doing that, too. Ken's doing it also. I mean, it, it feels good to be able to do that and to cry to each other and with each other.
3: It's a bromance. Group hug, <laughs> basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh No, it's... The opportunity, though, to, like, have the relationships, like, obviously, you know, I take the more faith-based aspect of it is that, like, we're built for community, right? For fellowship, yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be in fellowship with one another. And what's that supposed to look like? Well, you know, you're never going to be in fellowship with one another or never have, like, strong relationships with people if you're not willing to be a little bit raw, be a little bit, you know, bare with your soul of, like, what you're actually going through. If you're always having just general conversations, like, oh, yeah, it's really cold outside, isn't it? And then, you know, you kind of sit around for, like, 10, 15 seconds, and you're like do you watch this? I mean, what yeah. are the, how is that going to change your life? Well, where's the value at in that conversation also, you yeah. know? I mean, and that's almost an insult to being around that other person. It's like, you know, I don't trust you enough to have a deep meaningful conversation with you. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're built for, as, as men too. Like we like to fix things and, you know, sometimes we view like if I'm going to be, you know, very upfront with something that I'm going through, they're going to try to fix me and mm-hmm. like that's not the point of being in like having you know relational intimacy with somebody it's like the point of it is, is just getting it out like so now it doesn't have to live within my head or my heart and like sit there and fester and cause me to you know think about crazy stuff
2: digging that 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 well to just sink into your sadness is an yeah. awful feeling
1: well and you, you're going to approach people too that maybe have an insight in that and they've been through it too and they're like dude man you don't you want to hear a story like i'm going to tell you like I've been through this too. You're not alone in that. And that's huge. And I'm sure that you guys have, you know, I mean, being in the military and everything, um, have gone through some stuff and have like seen some things and having that ability to process with your brothers is like something as an outsider, me, like I'm jealous of, like, I don't really, it's like, and I'm not saying I'm jealous of like trauma or things that you've gone through, but ability to like, just like bluntly, like, man, like let's process this stuff.
2: It's an interesting experience mm-hmm. when you realize you've met people that'll take a grenade for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> like, to me, I'm like, dude, I can't even get a dude to have. Like, one of my friends have coffee with me half the time, let alone like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and jump in front of this round for you.
2: Yeah, and I mean, and that's the truth. That's the crazy part. Like, Civilians don't understand the bond that we create or the, the bond we build through basic, through— I mean, even just at your duty station. Let's talk about—let's be real. I mean, even at your duty station, if you don't see combat— even there, you build that relationship where you would absolutely take a grenade for somebody. You would jump on that, and that's—it's kind of amazing to uh, to have that experience to be able to look at somebody and say that.
1: What you got down there, Junior? You're I was—I was just
3: going to say he—he's a hundred percent right. It's—it's it's a you're with these people twenty four seven, like you're literally sleeping almost on top of each other. So when you when you're around people that long and you build that brotherhood, it's it's a bond that no one else will experience because sometimes civilians, I mean, when's the last time you've looked at one of your friends and said, Hey, can I have a sleepover? Like, do you, do you want to come over? And yeah. you don't, you no, just you don't. Know. Yeah, no, and I get you. Like, like Tristan, my brother and, and Kendrick, it's, it's odd because we sleep, but like we're open about it. Like we're like, Hey, you want to come over and stay the night? Like, civilians don't do that shit. That sounds so much fun. Like, like, like Kendrick <laughs> comes to my yeah. house all the time, every other week when I don't have my kids. Cause I don't know if you know or not, I, I I'm going through a separation Yeah, yeah. and um, that's probably another time for a different time. But yeah, we'll but, get there. Um, long story short, I don't like, like I cannot stand being in my house alone because everything reminds me of her and I'm trying to get past that. I mean, it's been a year and I'm still like looking in my house, like, like, right now, you guys are doing the Valentine's thing, and I'm like, do I get her something? Do I not? Like, I got you. what do I do? And it scares the hell out of me. But Kendrick is like, you know what? I don't want you alone. I'm going to come stay the night. That's Tristan, awesome, Tristan's man. like, you know what? Don't be alone. Get over here and stay the night. Anytime. You know? And it's it's that's what I mean is you civilians will not ever experience that.
1: Do you, do you look for that in your romantic relationships, too? Like, do you look for that same kind of understanding? Like, you want a girl to spend the night? No, not necessarily to, that, but like the, I'm sorry, wrong, I should have made the applause. <laughs> like yeah, My bad. I saw, saw Kendrick's like eyebrows raised. Like, ah. <laughs> um, no, like, like, but that, that ability to understand, like to just have that, that freedom of like, you totally get where I'm coming from.
3: I think it depends on the different, like every military guy has, has their different experiences. Sure. Um, But honestly, like if, like I've, I have military friends that are girls that are like, Hey, Junior, I know what you're going through. Do you just want a friend? And I'm like, totally like, fuck yeah, come over, hang out. And I don't look at her as a sexual object. She's just another friend. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to be like, hey, let's spoon or cuddle because that's not what's there. It's that bond. Now, if you had a civilian chick or a friend that I've known from the past that were like, hey, Junior, can I come stay the night? I know what's going on at your family. I'd be like, no, bitch. I know what you want. Oh, can I say that? (laughs) We're going to mark this episode probably –
1: it's okay. Okay. Keep it's going. okay. Anyway, most of our, I'll balance, I'll balance out what you're saying with like what I say. So yeah. it's all but, okay. but
3: you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, if, God if, gets your if heart, mean, yeah, if, if, if the girl was not in the military and I know it, and yeah. I just like say, we went to school a long time. I, I'd be a little guarded. I'd be like, um, what's your intention? Like, you know, like, Hey, I'm not ready yet. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think here's, here's the biggest but that's maturity
1: ever. too. Like oh, that, yeah. that's a yeah. different level.
2: And the hardest part is that when we talk about, um, understanding each other, it's that military and civilians don't understand each other. They don't get it. Right. Our sense of humor is totally dark. Oh, it's our twisted all the time. Oh. Right. It's junior. It's all right. We understand. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but but the reality <laughs> we'll is mark the episode, don't when, when you've got,
2: when you have a military relationship, a, a guy that, that's military, a girl's military and somebody that's never served you actually, it's tough because you can't open up to that person about what you did or what happened. Yeah. And they can't possibly fathom any amount that you went through during that piece also. And they'll go, tell me what's going on. What's on your heart. What's happening. And in your mind, you're going, I really, really want to open up, but I can't because this is too much trauma for even you to handle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, something like, cause as a civilian, like in my lens is like, okay, I'm going to try to view your stuff through. Okay. What, what experience do I have of like what military should, okay, I'm going to look at like, Bradley Cooper in what American Sniper, Mm -hmm. or like look at Hurt Locker, or some other like war movie that's been poorly done. I'm assuming, and like that may or may not be completely realistic to your experiences of what you guys have actually gone through. And you know, it's like that's unfair for me because it's like, well, instead of instead of like me trying to empathize with it, I can sit and listen. Like, I'm not gonna fix you. Like, dude, you've gone through some. I'm gonna recognize that like you've been through stuff. And it's just like in if we carry it into a relationship. If we looked at each other's friends and we can, if we can empathize, like by all means, like share that with them. Don't go live in it with them, but like, Hey, let's, let's go get out of that. But do you get on? Oh yeah, no, I totally understand
2: what you're saying. The struggle is that remember there are, I think our last episode we talked about people that want to fix others. Yeah. And so when we unload whatever we deal with, um, and and I'll I'll be honest for a second here. Sometimes you're that guy that you were the only one that made it back. Right. Hmm. And yeah. And processing that thought, you're like, Hey, you know what? My, my boys are over there right now. Right. Or I've got people over there. I've got guys that are serving right now whatever. And they're over there and you're thinking, why am I not there with them right now? What's why me? And it sucks because there's, there's a two way why me hurts a lot. Sure. So when you say, why me, why am I here? Why aren't they here? Why can't we have switched place? What, what's the purpose? Um, the challenge comes in and people just don't get it. It's unless you've lost a friend or something like that, that's really close to you. You don't understand the why me.
1: So does that, I mean, does that affect your, <coughs> I mean, just as the outsider, you'd be into me. Thank you. Crap. I'm um, so sorry. Hey, let's start that over. I, I'm number one today. And I'm number two. Who does number two work for? Who is number yeah. one? <laughs> um, all number one. Yeah. powers. Uh, <laughs> no, but how does, I mean, obviously being able to go through that since I've got, you know, three guys in the room right now and I'm odd man out. Like so this is my opportunity to learn. But, you know, Kendrick, I'll ask you, like, how does that affect like having that aspect of why me? I've been through this, why how come it's my my burden to shoulder now? How does that affect like your interpersonal relationships with with people that don't understand? This is something
4: that I've experienced by watching other stories too even and um putting your own little experiences as um, you've matched them to other people's experiences, whether they be equal or greater or lesser. And it's all about understanding where you come from with the training that you've received and the people that you train with during those time frames, because it's more like a teamwork effort and you're all doing the same thing for each other. So you're learning how to do a job together and then learning how to do it better if in, well, <laughs> hopefully it won't be a, Moment where it would ever happen, but real combat experience, and then you all have to experience what you've trained for to, to sure. get at the same time. Sure. Well, that for a an experience that explains a sacrifice to your own country versus teamwork experiences that don't involve a life or death sacrifice in the yeah. civilian society is a different mentality. It's
1: like a different losing money versus losing your
4: life, and that's why it all goes into after service. Hire a vet. They can do better for you. Sure. Well, there's also some civilian companies that don't understand that better concept, and they basically give the hire vet, you know, whole catch a, a, a bad name. Yeah. And it's just... Or it's oh. lip
1: service to make himself sound good in an advertising Every campaign. Every time, yeah.
4: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Ken, how does that affect
2: relationships, though? Um, that, <clears throat> because we build stronger bonds, right? And we, I, I think that we are always looking for that stronger bond. Because once you, once you have it, once you have that feeling... Man, I mean, I know you guys take a bowl for me any day of the week. Um, my brother, Jeremy, would take a, take a bowl for me any day of the week. Um, my buddy, Brad, my buddy, Dave. I mean, like all all the guys I served with would probably do that for me, right? I mean, some people wouldn't because obviously you don't make only friends in the military. You, those are the opposite end. But as, we, as we're as we talking about Valentine's Day and we're discussing this piece, looking for that um, someone that will really... Go with that extra mile for you and want to connect on that level that we had before. I mean, is, how does that affect relationships for you? I mean, is it is it something you're looking for? Do you do you think about it at all? The way like, I
4: see that is it's got to be a natural given. And if you can't really notice it off the bat, you just know what the person's intentions are going to be. Um, makes sense. If their intentions are just dating, then maybe they're just trying to see where someone else might, you know, want to be fitting in or what they're looking for until they realize, I don't think I'm looking for dating anymore. I think I, look, I met my love, my <laughs> match. Or someone that's just strictly looking for to get married, all of a sudden they run into a brick wall with the wrong person.
1: Yeah. So that brings me to the approach of the big L word, right? That's oh. love. Yeah,
4: love is first say Laughter? Yeah.
1: No, love. Oh, right? No. You know, no greater love is shown than the man willing to lay his life down for his friends. Like you guys have literally lived that, and you know, like when you you approach that with, do we take the same mentality when you? You're on the other side of the wire, right, as they say, like that band of brothers, yeah, no matter what branch of service, because we're all doing that sacrifice
4: for the same great purpose, you do the same thing in your house that's going to be the same thing, yeah, just like, hey, come on over, bro, let 's have a barbecue or or you know sleep over for the night, watch some movies, play some games, whatever, talk about our experiences and chicks and whatnot, and that's that 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 brotherhood, yeah, because we can relate, and just like if you're not even in the service, you can be um. Two police officers or two security guards chilling out after work because you can relate on something that you both, you know, can correlate with. Not just work, but things outside of work, too. It's the same difference
1: in civilian society. So, I mean, like, you could take that aspect to, like, you know, say Tristan and I, when we do this podcast, like, we're going to be able to have the, the common... Obviously, we've been through failed relationships, and we're, we're dads, and stuff. I'm really like good that. at failing relationships, by the way. <laughs> you're in so a decent, trophy for that. You're in a good one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I need my. Let's have a
1: comp. Yeah, let's have a competition <laughs> yeah. for that one, right? No, uh, <laughs> we're trying to have some one-upsmanship. Um, but no, like we can take that same approach if if we're in this world, like you know, and by world I mean like you're in this, you know, single guy going through stuff that we can have the camaraderie in that too. Like, dude, you're not alone in this. Like, Hey, your dating situation sucks or like junior, how you're going through, you know, separation and everything. I've been through that too, man. Like let's, let's go grab, let's go grab a coffee or grab a burger or whatever. Let's go shoot some guns. And like, let's just have some conversation. These common bonds are what would actually bring us all together and make us better people. Yeah. And, and we can express them. And then not just necessarily like the point isn't to just get out of the house to go do those things. Cause those are fun. Don't get me wrong. But it's like in the process of that, like I can build a relationship. Like, you know, you guys have that relationship junior and, and Tristan, like, and and I'm sure that you have, you guys have that relationship too, between Kendrick and, and junior, but like, like, let me go, let's, let's go be brothers. Like brothers are going to talk about stuff. That's messy. Yeah. And we do that
3: and all the time. And like, I, I love how you said, you know, no, uh, the whole, I'm going to, I'm going to mess this up. I didn't swear. See that was good. Um, yeah, yeah, caught, you caught yourself. On the the whole, nice. <laughs> there's nothing more than some of lay down their life or you know, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, remember what, that's, biblical. what that's John 15, 13, John 15, 13, yeah. just like what you said. And that's a good thing because look at Kendrick. Like, I don't know if like a lot of people don't know this, that are my friends and everything, but Kendrick doesn't have, it, it's a love. We have a bond that Kendrick has no one else up here. Like his whole family and his, everyone is in Texas. Like when he found out that I was hurting here, he literally dropped everything and moved all the way from Texas, Galveston, all the way up here just to be closer to me to help me get through my shit.
2: Let me pause you real fast, Ryan. I know you're you're making that people. I wish we had this on YouTube because you guys see this. But <laughs> think about your friends and in your life right now. Would any of those people drop everything, leave their family, leave everything? to come be with you because they know you need them.
1: Like that's, uh,
3: that's deep. I mean, you don't get that. Like, no, that's you don't.
2: That
1: and that's that what is, I'm
3: saying. Yeah, like, I, no, I, I get love, you, man. like, I love most of my friends. If I call you my brother, then you're, and I say this all the time, like, just because you're not blood doesn't mean we're not family. And just because we are family don't mean you're family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, that's what I mean is like Kendrick for him dropping everything shit, it's been 17 years, About 17 years ago, 17 and uh he literally dropped everything and came from Galveston up here to be with me and be closer to me and, and help me through some stuff. And, and then, uh, of course I met my brother Tristan and we hit it hard. Like Tristan got closer to me than most, most my friends. And he's got some jealous guys out there that
2: we're like that yin yang symbol. Yeah. And uh, our <laughs> souls are intertwined. In and the makeup of time and space, it's
3: all yeah. wibbly wobbly. And we got our bromance going on, but I mean, and it's a lot of this shit. These are the days of our lives. Yeah, yeah, a lot of this shit. Like the and I are, yeah. Yeah.
2: These are the days of our lives. Days and, of our lives. And we've got the canon. It's The hard knock life, baby. We've got, yeah. this, we've got this menage a trois friendship happening here. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad I clarified that. And Ryan, now we've got this quad yeah. happening. And you, you, We're four feel men, the, the love, happy.
3: man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, feel the love.
1: <laughs> No, this is something like. But I mean, uh, yeah, uh,
3: gunpowder and lead—that's that smell, that everything—it brings back memories, and it just reminds you that you know it, it's a camaraderie, it's a family, it's
1: it's everything. It brings everything kind of back to a to a reason or to a center yeah. of understanding, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And, and I, I like taking the biblical turn to it because it, it is so applicable to so much stuff that you go through, and. You know, like, it's especially coming up with the definition of love. Like, it has to come from somewhere, right? And you have to, like be able to pick it out. And it's not just this feeling. It's literally an action. Like, it has to be a verb. And it has multifaceted definitions or representations, like we've talked about in the past, yeah. too, between, you know, f- f- what is it, philos, that is, like, the brotherly love. And then there's agape. And, and, and so you have the mushy love. And then you have, like, the self-sacrificial love. And you have, there's just, so it, it, you guys get to see it. I mean, obviously, probably not the romantic side, but you see, with
2: well, I mean, some of like the romantic side. I
1: don't know. If you're <laughs> in the navy, maybe I don't know. What sort yeah, of the one of the bus but there's some uh, of <laughs> barracks brotherhood that happens.
2: Give me uh, some of that crown royal and come over my uh, to my barracks room there.
4: Why don't you stop on by my bunk later tonight? Are
2: oh. oh, doing? You to sp- you're thinking wrong, man. They're just playing craps.
1: Yeah, no. sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? They're playing dominoes, late night dominoes. Long pause. I'm, I'm, yeah. stay, I'm staying away from
1: that one. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sure. No, uh,
2: and it's interesting because we're we're off track, but we're on track at the same time I right know.
1: now. Yeah, because it It's this. crazy how this because we like planned on talking about like sex in this episode, and I think we still will. And yeah, we still will. But. It, it's everything that's building Like how this is Like kind of building up to that Like cause you do have Like we The love aspect And like yep. The The intimacy thing That like as guys And I have like Three of the You know Freaking What you would say Stereotypical You know Rough tumble guys That like you can really imagine Like describe somebody that You know Manliness It's gonna be like Oh yeah dude He's gonna be like a vet That's you know Grizzled vet That has been And seen some things And, and done stuff like that But To hear like The ability For you guys to like have the connections that, you know, we don't get to have, like, and we i am speaking for the other side of the fence. Like, you know, I have, I have best friends, but I haven't had a best friend that like moved across the country for me.
2: You know, what's like, crazy is, um, I just, just kind of thinking back like there, there are moments that you're sitting in the back of an APC or you're hanging out in a Hummer, right? And it's you and, and one of your guys and you actually have that an in, intimate conversation, right? You really do open up a bit more. Um
1: am messing with this because it's going to bug me because I can hear your mic jingling.
2: You want me to fix that, Ryan? I can... Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Wow.
1: Being a brother. <laughs> 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 wow.
2: <laughs> oh, there's another one. I, I missed it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, so when you're out in the field, um, you do have those moments <clears throat> where you actually do conver- like have the intimate conversations. You, um, you talk about, you know, back home. And of course, you know, we're going to have man moments also, right? Where we talk about whatever random... Random garbage hits us, but you have moments where you you really are vulnerable, um, sure. and that that builds that relationship. I mean, my buddy Jeremy, um, he is he's he's one of the reasons you know that that carried me through because he was he was a great friend, and we had moments where we could sit and just kind of hang out in the um, in the motor pool and and just converse and be real and, and kind of get away from everything that was going on at the moment, you know,
1: you know, like that brings back something. And I see, I can't say that I haven't had a friend, like drop everything to, cause I did talk about my buddy that came up from Moscow just yep. to sit with me and, you know,
2: the, the pastor, the pastor, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And just sit with me and hear me like, just like, Hey dude, Jack, I know you're going through tough stuff. Like, you know, he, he himself had been through a, a rough divorce and mm-hmm. child custody issues and everything too. And, um, you know, before, you know, kind of before his time of, of taking up the cloth and everything. So like he, he got it and I'm glad that he was there. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, you know, just like, dude, I'm not going to sit there and tell you what to throw, but just watch you kind of throw stones. And, um, you know, we look at culture now and like, we have kind of like this ideal of, you know, intimacy of how, of how it kind of morphs into, like, what should it look like? Well, it needs to be either touchy-feely or something like that. And I, I'm looking at our notes, and we had kind of the fear of missing out is something that sticks out. But Oh, also, that's what FOMO means. Yeah, FOMO, fear of missing I, out. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, also with included in that now, there is a new term, and it's FODA, F-O-D-A. Okay, and what's that? Fear of dating again. That's Well,
2: we talked about the last, last episode. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a struggle, man. I mean, because— yeah. You, like I said, we carry that, or you carry your emotional baggage on over, and you worry so
1: much about, man, is it going to happen again? Is somebody going to accept my crap? Yeah. How could, I'm a mess? How can somebody accept me for who I am because I'm so freaking jacked up right now?
3: Well, you feel like it's baggage. It's, yeah. In a sense, right? And it is, yeah. oh, absolutely. So, and that's, <laughs> absolutely. And that's the scary part, is you're like, how can somebody take what, you know, it's been, like, for me, it's been 20 years. Yeah. Or, sorry, 18. So it's like, how the hell is someone else going to want to take this on? It's been so, it's been so long. So there we go.
1: Get all, the, so it no. is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, garbage. i am sorry, sorry we're, Ken. All, we're all good. So you can scoot, <laughs> scoot your stool. Bit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I totally understand that. And it's, it's tough because you, you think of yourself like, man, maybe I'm just not worthy of it anymore. Like that. I'm so screwed up, or I'm so just, you know, kind of. I don't want to say jacked. Like I use jacked up a lot. Yeah. Like I mean, you think of like, man, I'm just damaged goods. Oh yeah. And and like, so nobody's gonna want me because I'm not. I don't have this value. So it's easier to just hook up because there's the physical aspect of just like I'm gonna get what I want. I mean, I feel lonely. So for a night, I'm gonna feel a little less lonely.
2: Man, you know that brings up really good subject matter because since we don't know truly who we are and and we don't value who we are for the most part. When we're out looking for a relationship, we haven't opened up enough to, to really get what we need. Right. So we're not recognizing the need. And that's where I think that hookup relationship comes from. Yeah. It's hey, i I'm out here. I I see you, you're attractive and you're going to fill this little hole. I have for a second.
1: It is fear. And it is, I will honestly say, like I can, I mean, I'll, somebody can prove me wrong if they're a therapist in this, but like, I'm going to say it's out of fear.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be right because you don't want to have something truly amazing, and I think that's why we jump so soon on to that other person.
1: We leave our options open, yeah. Because man, I'm I'm afraid if I'm going to screw this up, I better have Plan B and Plan C and Plan D lined up.
3: Well, because you're afraid of getting hurt again. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to feel like you're dying inside, like you like because you, that's what yeah, what happens. You know it's like you're dying from the inside out,
2: for sure. And that's what that hookup culture does; is it it fills that need for a second. Or it fills their want is really what it is because people don't know the difference between wants and needs. And so they take that moment and go, man, I'm going to fill what I can with what I can. And this is going to work. And then it doesn't work. And you go to the next person, you go, okay, I'm going to fill again. And it doesn't work until finally you realize you're, you know, 40, 50 years old. And you go, I have emotions and I really (laughs) want to talk about those emotions. And I need to connect with somebody that has those emotions. So um, I mean, I just, it's amazing. Like we've had multiple generations of sexual freedom. Think about it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what sixties, late sixties, early seventies,
1: eighties, yeah, the eighties. Like, the and then you right? throw in, like AIDS culture and everything out of that into yep. the nineties to where it 90s. was like glorified. And then now it's 2000
2: like, you know, Netflix and chill. We've yeah. got all this craziness. I
1: mean, it, it's you get how many different apps are related to like finding somebody. Yeah, I mean, literally porn Tell is you free now. Right. Yeah, you so can you
2: could just see. hop on anywhere. Look at porn. Um, back in the day, we had to actually, like, hide it and find it.
3: It was a Sears catalog.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, and think about it, like, and truly think about that for a minute, yeah. because when it's harder to attain, you'll want it more, right? And now that it's so freely given everywhere, it's that we just, it's like drinking a soda. You just walk by and get it. Yeah, we're completely desensitized. So yeah. it's, whenever we, we take out the emotional from it, we're still giving our energy off, but it dulls our senses, Right. Well, so, I mean, literally,
1: I mean, it starts screwing with your brain. Yeah. and that's, I, mean, I mean, you have, like, your...
2: The chemical compound. Yeah, yeah, your chemical
1: structures, and it's just, it literally messes with you. Like, it screws you up to where you see sex in a different manner, or you see intimacy you, in a different manner, and you see relationships yeah. in a different way.
2: You no longer get that high from having sex with somebody you're emotionally connected to. Yeah. And you just keep losing it and losing it, so now it doesn't fill that bucket at all. You're do- And that's um, why
1: sex gets more screwed up. Like, I mean, and by screwed up, I mean... You start adding more things to it,
2: which is where we get that BDSM culture. Where we've, yeah. We have to get that all Dop- that craziness, get that right? Dopamine release, yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. <laughs> so, without getting that emotional return from the act in your relationship, you lose all of those pieces. And I mean, that bleeds into depression, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're not emotionally connected with somebody and you're having sex with them, it really does lead into depression. Well, there's it just I think kills
1: you. I think it's more like the emptiness, like <laughs> when you start looking at it like deep, you're like, man, like, and I. And that's why I take the view of it that I do, because I have a tough time devaluing myself enough and devaluing somebody else to just look at the act and be like, "Oh yeah, you were just a thing." Like,
2: let's get it done.
1: Yeah, and that, like, I I can't I honestly just have a really tough time viewing people that way, and viewing myself that way. Thank goodness, because I have I've had like a promiscuous like streak in my life, but you know it's been opening up a lot because like my parents are going to listen so either thing they're going no, mean, yeah. to be proud or like my mom's going to like shriek but, um. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: we can be honest I mean because yeah. we, we have to be our, our parents have seen everything right yeah. and they have and we in order for men to learn we have to go through these pieces and being open about it, it's just it's a great thing so it, it's awesome I mean I know that I've had a tainted background Junior had a good fun in his past oh I was Prior. a whole, um I mean it, it a really folk show and so here's here's the crazy part though is it. We, we don't look at each other with devalue because of that. It's that some of us didn't have what you had growing up, Ryan. And that, let's be honest about it, right? I mean, that's, that's the
1: truth. Dude, I'm, no, I'm, I don't take that for granted. I know. And I it, it's
2: amazing. And so and it's, I'm not saying my mom was a bad example or anything like that, but there were just things like I talked to before is that in order for me to feel wanted, because I, I was pushed away um, you know, by one of my parents that I was open to any kind of, of want, and that's how I got value until I grew out of that. Right. And I got better. Um, it's tough because you, you become more emotionally distant the more you have that sexual freedom. And that, man, that sucks. I mean, truly it does. Cause there are so many people out there that are like in the list. Is it polyamorous? Is that the right word? Polyamorous, yeah. These these crazy relationships where are like, oh, oh, you mean I'm, my
1: my weird date story?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with my partner, uh, <laughs> but you know all these, all these crazy things, and and it really does get tough. So I mean, if you're with a partner and you've got other partners, do you become more emotionally awoken? I'm not going to say woke, or do you become more emotionally distant because you now don't have that? I would single say aware.
1: Entity? Are you aware? Okay, I think it's a better term.
2: No, I, I agree with that. But what, I mean, what do you think in your, in your professional opinion over there? I mean, do you think that people that have multiple relationships at one time, do you think they're growing more value out of those relationships or one of them? Or, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can grow with each other. I think it's deeper.
1: I really, I mean, that's tough. You're looking at it, but it's a deeper problem and it's, you're looking at a symptom
3: yeah, because I think they're actually trying to feel something and they're not yeah, getting that that they're not feeling it. So then they think, Okay, you're not feeling it anymore, so they go the next girl and the next girl, the next yep. girl. And they just keep I think, adding to their,
2: their harem. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and like I said, like when you've been out there and like you said and I said, we were kind of hoes back in high school. But and then I think I was when after you, high school. Yeah. But I mean and then you have that relationship and the longer relationships you have with somebody, I think you get more mature. And then, as you get more mature, and then you lose that per- partner because you thought, "Hey, that's my ride or die," and then she leaves, or yeah. something happens, then you get guarded, and then you're 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 more you're more afraid to find that next person. So when you you don't want to jump into multiple relationships because you're only fill- you know you're feeling that need. You sitting on anything over there, Kendrick?
4: Yeah, I see that it is from my point of view and experience a lot of how people see and experience things for themselves for the first time coming up when they're kids uh, could have a lot to do with how different perspectives and fantasies are uh, derived in the mind, you know, for the development of curiosity versus experience. And then again, and it also goes into certain uh, religious um, aspects as far as uh, demographics. You have yeah. certain ways that people grow up, and then they notice what their parents are into in their uh, religious beliefs and relationship practices. And let's just say you're a kid that comes up in a, a poly, right. poly relationship, and all of a sudden there's you, you notice you have... All of these different siblings, but not a single one is adopted, and a bunch of uncles, <laughs> bunch of uncles, yeah, bunch of uh, aunties, <laughs> those step step moms. I should say half mothers, yeah. a bunch of half mothers. Um, but then again, you can be a, a poly child and grow up to become a completely different um, religious practitioner of something else. You know, you can yeah, become yeah. Hinduist, Buddhist. Um, Atheists, <laughs> but then again, how's your relationship practice going to be? What have you learned as you've been um, seeing other people experience what makes them happy? Maybe that's just not your circle or you're just in the circle that you have no choice but to be in you know you, you're you're in a different lake. Get sure. out of that lake, get out of that city, and experience
1: because not everything's the same in every county so make it to your 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 upbringing like where how would you describe the culture? Of, like, your childhood and your upbringing? Like, were you hood culture? Like, were you like kind of in that rap? Or was it more, like... I mean, because I want to say, like, inner city settings obviously have different opportunities or different... Multi-diverse. You know, yeah, and influences yeah. than you... Like, me, like, who grew up, like, a bumpkin in, you know, southeastern Washington, like... Yeah, I'm from the south, so <laughs> being born and raised
4: in, uh, yeah. in Galveston, Texas, that yeah. explains it all. And then living in Houston after the Marine Corps, I, I noticed... It has a lot of different diversity sections around the entire sure, county. Sure. So uh, being born and raised on the island, I didn't really leave the island much until I started to get older. And then I started to see how much more diverse the world really was. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: I had to leave an island to do Well, it. and then you get to be, like obviously <laughs> in the Marine Corps, like, dude, it's like, you don't get to cherry pick your friends. It's kind of like, hey, here's who, here's who, here's You, you, you bump into in all and kinds and of big heads like, from yeah, all around. New York City yeah. or, you know, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. North Idaho. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: it, Yep. we do take our uh, relationship cues from my parents and that's a big one so ken yep. you're growing up how were your mother's relationships
4: i mean was it just your mom and dad did you date i mean how was that for me it was me experiencing some memories from uh, my father when i was three years old and that's just memories of him being around okay. um but yeah unfortunately he he left unexpectedly <clears throat> with no notice um I get older just to find out that he relocated to Nevada but there's no no telling why uh, yeah. There's, yeah there's nothing no, so, I understand man. I mean you know what happens
2: um, yeah. my background I've, Brian knows it but my, my mom uh, didn't do a
4: ton of dating so yeah. She kept it true and respectful around me, too. Wow. You know, and well, that's awesome. The man. front that, door is not a revolving door. She that's amazing, is, yeah, man. That's great.
2: And that, that's a big piece there. I mean, that's huge. So that's going to show how you're going to date in the future, right?
4: Exactly. Because we we imitate our parents.
2: They're, I they're just, well, your mom yeah.
1: respected herself, which obviously exactly. would teach you to respect women. And if I saw yeah. it
4: different, I would probably be curious to know, well, what's that all about? Like, oh, yep. don't drink alcohol until you're old enough to do it. And you sneak around. And, oh, that's too strong. You know, screw that. Or you get yep. into something that you like and you keep going and going and going. Oh, that's why they want me to stay away
1: you know yeah. curiosity kills a yeah. cat too that's interesting i mean it really is oh no, it's not like i didn't expect to hear that like in this conversation so i'm totally digging this no it's good um and this is what we're here for i mean we are we're we're
2: in fellowship we're we're being brothers we're just we're all being real that that's the important part
1: you know like we look at and i don't know if any of you've been in a narcissistic type relationship
3: oh shit yeah. but it will
1: <laughs> it will and absolutely tarnish your view of sex. Like, it will screw with it. Yeah. And and not with your view, but like your expectation of what sex should be and like what you actually saw. And you're like, Oh, okay. Like that's, that's where I'm at now. And you know, like it's tough to like operate, like once you get out of that relationship and then moving forward, I mean, that's had a lot to do. Like, you know, since I've been divorced, I've, I've, I'm not, giving myself to somebody else until i'm you know committed that you know there's a ring on it like i'm standing my ground there one it's biblical but two i know that's what's best for me and you know people are people could be like dude you're crazy like you're 36 years old like you get it's not crazy when you go through a relationship that has like the sexual boundaries are so jacked up it almost scares you i don't know if that's if that's the right term if if it's scared or fear like but like, dude, you don't want to be taken advantage of in that in that arena again. Mm-hmm. And it so like, how does the maturity of an individual approach sex like after a divorce, you know, versus the immature side of us that looks at it before we're even married? And like, you go through, and sometimes you know, there's you have the friends that were like, the...
3: so you've actually, so I take it you two have been with a woman that's has narcissistic tendencies did you listen to so episode two <laughs> so <laughs> june you're still working his way so you know no, about no being words. gaslighted and oh all boy yes yeah. oh yeah it's a different world and when i've got some
1: books i'll share with you afterwards oh
3: <laughs> but i mean totally i could re- yeah we'll definitely have to have coffee and shit and do this another absolutely time,
1: absolutely that's man. a
3: whole different novel a oh, fucked novel trilogy to get into like, dude, and it doesn't stop. Nope, it yeah. doesn't, and it's oh. and it's scary. Yeah, and it's definitely hard to get away from.
1: So, yeah, like, so, where so, does where yeah. does your maturity have to like finally be the trump card? So I'm gonna jump on this. No pun intended.
2: Valentine's Day. Um, I went there. Can we can we do that? Do w- yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. So yeah, no, really, though. So when we when we view sex, the S E X word. A um, little salt and pepper happening in the house. But when Let's we view about it,
1: sex, baby. we have to,
2: a baby. As, a, as a child, <laughs> you know, you're growing up and, and you don't really think about it too much, right? Um, you hit puberty. Um, you think about yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's, it's like a non-stop, <laughs> nonstop. You don't know what it is yet, but you know you want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, is it there yet? Yeah, really, and that's what's going on. You don't, as a man and women. I don't know if you know. um, as As a as a teenager, if turtles could do it, we would take turtles. What? Am I? You lost me,
1: brother. And I love you. uh, I'm not falling on this one. If you're, you're going into, like, animal right,
4: stuff. So help I'll me help, really. help you. <laughs> 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 as
2: a teenager, dude, you There's want... As an it.
1: army thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: wow.
2: Oh, wow. Well. Is that an anyone know for something
1: that I'm missing here? Like a... No, so at, as a teenager, out Navy, though, a you,
2: like... you, you really... You want it so bad, you'll have sex with anything, basically, for the most part. If you could if you get it, you'll take it. <laughs> oh, okay. I see where you're coming from. And that's what I'm saying, right? So if turtles had had vaginas, can I see vagina?
1: They have a cloaca.
2: What? Is that real?
1: Yeah, that's a real thing. Cloaca.
2: I'm going to call it Simon that from now. A science on. major did. Oh wow, well, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah there you go. nice. All right, but yeah. So, but that's how bad as a teenage boy those um, those hormones hit you. You don't care, like
3: you. I mean, you don't care, right? Okay, Anything. I think you saying turtle really threw everyone off. If you were like. Turtle. if you saw a deer you wanted to jump up and be like "Under the handlebars then we would understand is that a jackal over there <laughs> oh man <laughs> I
0: knew
3: it I think the turtle being slow and helpless and everything threw <laughs> everybody off the turtle makes although have you ever stuff. like listen to you,
1: I could up a YouTube video like listen to listen to turtles when they do they the make hate. sounds they actually do oh, make and sounds it's, it's awesome sounds, and it sounds it's hilarious like it's, you're joking I'm no, not joking absolutely, absolutely hilarious it is absolutely
3: had, hilarious I have
4: a couple turtles in my past oh so, yeah I mean, they make little cute noises that, that's one, <laughs> Ryan. Can we keep talking about this? So, but so, anyways.
2: Yeah, it's, no, it's, it an uh, immature person, though. Yeah, that's an immature that's person us being immature approaching sex. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, and like, how would a healthy, how's the healthy approach look at it? You know, is it? I think it has a lot to do with one your upbringing. Like you have to have a foundation, and I, am a, a man of faith. Yeah, that's we top are one right there. A man of faith. We're gonna interrupt this,
2: and so this is a turtle. So, turtles do, do make fun sounds. Um, they are engaged with each other. That's a good way to put it, right? You ever heard of a turtle fart? I've, no. Can they? <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: oh, yeah. What? Yes. These are things I, I can't I even swear it's like a He's human He's from did. the south. He's probably seen Looking it. Looking around like, oh, it's just me in the room, but I'm so <laughs> it wasn't me.
2: So, in case you guys are wondering, and you need to hear this, this is what they do. Sorry, that's the turtle trying to get there. It's gonna take a second. It's going fast. We're gonna though. waste a I mean, Mister Turtle stuff. is actually. He's, he's. Oh, he's. Oh yeah. This, she's running. She's yeah, running. This is
1: this is a Valentine's Day video if I've ever seen one. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> see? Queen! Queen feet. Turtle? Feet. All right. We're going to get like, censored. No, we're
4: gonna get, that's a definition word. You can look it up. No, man, this is Animal
1: Planet. If they can do it on an, an Animal Planet, then this is okay. i got to take like the David Attenborough voice for that one. <laughs> Jimmy, what are you
4: watching on TV? <laughs> Nothing, Mom.
1: Yeah, somebody's like just that. Uh, yeah, there are some husbands listening to this podcast right now that gets that moment right there where his wife tunes in. <laughs> that's amazing.
2: Oh, gosh. Gentlemen, if you get called out for hearing that, please tell us. I mean, that's that's amazing. So I know, that's the closest but the, I've been. Truly to, you know. is right now we are being immature with it because yeah. that's who we are. We're men. Ladies, we apologize. And then there's there's mature individual, right? And that that's truly that's Ryan. He's a really good example of a mature individual and his approach to sex. The, okay. Understanding the the emotional aspect of it and going, you know what? I know how much this is going to affect me if I do this, and I want to wait for it.
1: I want it to be worth something, man. Like, I really want to have that relationship with an individual to where when that takes place that there is no transactional feeling to it. I don't know if
3: you you might understand. You might understand what I mean, Junior. I I do. It's. I honestly, when you talk about, you know, S-E-X. Yeah, you You can say sex. You can say sex. Can you? Yeah, it's not going to hurt me it is. It's a. It's a scary, coming out of a relationship. That's. It sounds like we've had a mutual relationship like that. Yeah. That's scary. Like, it's a very intimate thing, and and um. And it's it was used as a
1: weapon usually. Yeah, it too. was. Yeah, and
3: and it's hard. It's hard to. So looking at a different woman and thinking, "Oh my God, is she going to do that? Is too? she going to do that too?" And then you go on a date and it's all exciting and you're all you know you you really want to feel that emptiness but in the same aspect towards the end of the night you're getting like the whole you're getting scared and it's anxiety. hard for yeah you're anxiety, getting an anxiety yeah literally you're getting scared because you're like man, i hope she doesn't think i'm going to be like the the other guys that she's dated and just want to go jump her bones because no. that's not what you're looking for no i mean it, it's not no, I agree like i can you. honestly say i don't it's not about sex anymore and i think maybe it's because i'm just getting old no but it's like I want the mature, the cuddling. Like I want yeah. the the I want to be able to walk and hold your hand and and just be in the moment. That's you intimacy.
1: What, you want intimacy. Yeah, and that's something. That if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you do not get that. Yeah, you you do not get in an intimacy that does not occur. That's off off limits.
3: Oh, and, it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and and so when you approach your future relationships, I mean, like you know, being in that moment, like you're like. Oh, this could take that turn really easily. Oh like yeah. are you able to and like slam it on the brakes? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it freaks that other person out. Man,
2: mm-hmm. you know what's different is that when you when you get to that point where you're experiencing, you know, life like this and you and you find somebody you go, you know what, I don't want to be that person that's just, hey, let's hit it. Right? Yeah. So you have that first date or whatever, and you go on that date and they're expecting it and you don't put out girls. Or they're expecting that now. Almost, oh, there's you know? been. I've been.
1: Yeah, I've told her. Had to go to me. She was like insulted that I yeah. didn't want to. It's, I, yeah.
3: Like recently, I'm. I mean, shit. It's been. We're going on. uh, It'll be a year this Feb. I mean, it. It's February now. Sure. So, shit. It's. It's been a year since she actually moved out and everything. And I ain't gonna lie. There's been people coming and go. Like. Not like relationship Not rightly relationship But, people yeah, but like yeah, people yeah, coming yeah. in And saying hey sure. I noticed that Your there wife and I Ain't gonna say no names But they're like I noticed your wife's Not here anymore I noticed yeah. you guys split up Or you're separated Can we go out And I've been really Standoffish like no But I mean I totally understand What That's you mean okay, Because though. there's been A few girls that are like Can I take you out to dinner Just to get out Just on friends And we'll just talk And then they're at first I'm like cool You know We go out We talk And then uh and it's
1: like come on you're and like,
3: you, You're right And then like it's just dinner and then all of a sudden they start talking and you think oh my god this is a friend this could be a friend to give me the woman's point of view you know and at first they're like i want to help you in your relationship and this is her point of view and then all of a sudden it starts going to so um you know it starts getting intimate you can tell and then it almost makes you feel like wait a minute removing your boundaries yeah like yeah yeah. now you're making me look like a piece of meat i thought you girls were not against that like, yeah, you don't want us to look at you as a but now you're doing it to me or something. Well,
1: and it's, it's tough because that is the call. I think that what used to be the stereotypical man's role 15, 20 years ago, the women have kind of assumed.
3: Oh, and now and it's I, flipping. Yeah, I yeah. honestly think it's a lot
1: of it. I mean, I do see like women can do anything men could do. Well, yeah. I mean, they're taking that running with it. If, if that's the case, like you want to go stereotypes mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I've talked to plenty of women that are just as upfront as any guy. I oh, mean, yeah. like, you've probably gotten pictures. It's like you open your phone. You're like, whoa, okay, wasn't expecting that. Oh, yeah. You know, and, like, I actually delete them. Like, I'm like, I don't – I respect you enough that, like, I'm not going to keep that on my
3: phone. Yeah. And then and- when girls are like – the whole dick pic thing. I don't understand why guys do that I shit. I either. <laughs> like, Trust why the funny. fuck would you want to throw your dick on there that looks like a dead lizard? Like, why would you want to do that? Like, that, it doesn't... Oh, I didn't mean to cut. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting I about this. It's, but, I'll just keep looking at you laughing. But you know what I mean? Ow. Like, it's, it's not pretty. No. So, but for a woman, like, she just barely knows you and she throws you pictures and you're like, wait... Well, I, I mean, just told you I was married. Why? The, like, yeah, why would yeah, I want to yeah. be with you if you just did this? And how
2: are you building value with that? Also, I mean, like, seriously. And, and that's why it, no, it's, it's it's it makes it tough yeah. because you can't or, build yeah, value, yeah, right? Like, and even if you if you go on a date with somebody and you don't put out that first night because you want to say, look, you're more valuable than this. I want to enjoy my time with you. They don't see it the same way unless you explicitly say I'm not having sex with you because.
1: And <clears throat> I've like kind of thrown a wrench in the game. Is like I'll tell them up front like, a okay. I'm not going to have sex with you until we're married. Just to see how they, I mean, and one, because I, I mean, I stand on it, but like two, like I want to see the reaction. That's how nice. does that he go for you feel though, like, yeah, through.
3: like how have you, it, you obviously, it's a done, power so play, like, but
1: like, I mean, it's, it's my, that's my conviction. And so some of them are like, well, I want to know before I get married, I want to know what that's like with somebody. And I'm like, well, if you've ever been married, I mean, I've been married before, so I know it, it can still. You can be married, and it still sucks. <laughs> it, can be, it can be used against you. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you can use. It can be great. It can be horrible. It can be, I mean, you can throw any adjective in there, but like, I've been in the the position that like, I it's more than just the act. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to like have intimacy with that person and have it mean something. That like, mm-hmm. and also to be in a situation if a kid comes out of that situation, I'm not like sitting in a baby mama situation, you know, and I know plenty of people that have used protection and have a kid. Like, let's be honest. So (laughs) So the reality in that situation though, is that that girl
2: should have been like, wow, this guy wants to get to know me, which means that if we do end up getting married and having sex, he's going to want to get to know me also. Uh, I can teach him.
1: I want him a lot, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, at that point, it's like, we got some lost time to make up. like, And 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 now I got to teach
4: you, right? I see how that can be When you are love-deprived versus sex-deprived. Yep. And a woman that wants sex so much, more from a man naturally, even if they're a married couple, he's going to want to spend some time in a man cave. But then again, she's still going to have that same... Thrive within her because she's a woman, you know, but then again, that doesn't mean like just because you don't want to have sex right now doesn't mean I love you either. But then that's the same difference as you get together for the first time and that's all she's wanting so much. But then you're wanting that love. Well, you want to emotionally open
2: up to it. Yeah. And
4: you're trying to filter out how she's really unless she's just saying all that for now, throwing it out there, you know. Oh, that's what guys want. That's but what guys again, want. Right? Not yeah. every guy is like that. Then you hear women yeah, that say all men are the same. Typical
3: guy where some of these women have been. I mean, think about it, Kendrick. Like some of these women have been almost bred up to think that exactly. sex is love. This yeah. is my value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is all I you am. know. What, I and this that's is all. Yeah, I keep, and that's sex is how you keep the man. Is, yeah, this is how going I keep back to what man, I said earlier about yeah. the way
4: you come up and what you're viewing as a child, and you're going to be stuck with that at times. It's going to be locked in your head, whether it's a lot of the the righteous way or a lot of the I'm still. 55 years old and, and partying my life away, kind of life, you know? Sure. And even the kids are going in and out the revolving front door, just like all the adult guests.
1: No, and that's, I mean, you bring up a valid point that, though, is, like, I i say I do it because it's values. Like, I know that my personal biblical worldview, right, and what my faith means to me is going to influence my decisions.
3: And that's awesome. Like, that's. that's and, I'm, a- and I'm
1: convicted in that. And. And so I'd be one, a hypocrite if I went outside of that, like two, I'd be human. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like if I slip up, I'm human. I'm that's, still a freaking. That's guy. in every like, culture too. Yeah. And, that, yeah, and that's not going to make me any different than anybody else. The problem is if I slip up and then I continue to stay in it, mm-hmm. right. I'm going to keep True. that distance and keep building it. And I mean, you view it as like, kind of like if I'm going to use an analogy, it would be like if you're walking down a path and there's a pothole, right. And like you fall, you trip in that pothole. And you like curse and you're like, man, that freaking sucks. Why was that there? And then you build a house on it and you live in that pothole, right? As opposed to, you know that you were on a path, right? You trip in that pothole, you get up, you recognize and go, man, I shouldn't have fallen down. I should have seen that. Yeah. I'm going to do better next time. I'm going to keep my eyes open and I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah. That makes a lot of
3: sense. And that's a good analogy.
1: But I mean, that's how I approach sex. Like, I mean, it's the same thing as like, I know that it's meant to be something great. And I know it can be good, but it also has to be in a position like I've got to be smart and wise enough that I'm going to choose somebody that's going to be like worth sharing that with because they're not going to abuse me with it. They're not going to I can't manipulate them with it. I mean, let's be honest. It's a two way street, too. It's not just about me. And 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 sex can't just be about you. I mean, it's I think we're all in agreement here. It can be awesome. Right.
4: Like same <laughs> but, with people that have relationships that are just geared towards sex 24 seven. Yeah, yeah. They still have what you don't see. It's just that yeah. when you do see them, they're all about sex.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I look at taking that, that aspect of, you know, like, cause I'm going to take the, 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 the faith angle and continue on it. But like, I have it up okay. on board, but like, you know, all script scriptures being God breathed and useful for teaching and living our life. Right. Like, it's there for a reason. I recognize it's there for a reason. I'm going to trust the process. You know, I mean, and you guys being in the military are all about process too. Like yeah. you're, you're raised in a way, like when you go through boot camp and you get your mo, and you guys either if you go into battle, like combat, or you go into, you know, whatever situation that you get put in, you've got a, like a list of processes in front of you. and You need to stay within your process.
4: Got to have stability. Everything's yeah. got to have structure to it.
1: Yeah. Anybody that tries to go gung ho and and go outside of it and think that they're going to do something better, you know, and they they got a better idea. It doesn't happen or it doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's always like something that's going to rebuke you. Right. There's somebody that's going to lay down the law on you to tell you like, Hey, you went outside of the bounds of like what the structure is. This is why we have it. It's because it works. Yeah. Yep.
2: You
3: definitely don't want to go full metal jacket right off.
2: And I think everything (laughs) we talked about so far really um, is a good way for people to listen to the negative Comments that we made, right? And not so negative, but just teachable moments, right? And you take those and recognize when you're in front of somebody that could possibly bring you down, right? Um, And it's not that people always intentionally try and cut you down or do whatever. Some do, some don't. But when it comes to relationships and values, you really have to know you to understand what's best for you also.
1: Oh, yeah. Guilt comes into play.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it does because, it, yeah. so let, let's say we're in a bad relationship, right? We have to know when to jump ship. And it's tough because we know what's harming ourselves and we feel that. And that's why we want to get out. But typically most people stay because of guilt of some sort. Well, what about them?
1: Well, I mean, you know, Junior, I'm going to use you using an because I think we're kind of kindred spirits in, in our experience. Like loyalty means a lot. Oh, it does. And so you can be in a really reckless relationship and you stay just because you're loyal.
3: And and the faith aspect too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, because I was brought up kind of old fashioned, where uh, hey, you're don't married, get you you're don't get married. Yeah, like, you don't get a divorce. You don't. You don't. You made your bed, you're gonna lie in. Yeah. it, Like no matter what. And like I said, I mean, divorce but, is in the but, Bible too. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be honest, no one's ever like. There's reasons. The world is yeah. changing. Yeah, yeah, You know, and no one's ever put a book on that, so you get lost, mm-hmm. and you really have to rely on your brothers, and you know, like I said, the the ones that love you, that are your friends. And and try to help and, and know that they're going to guide you in the right you know on like, the right path
1: to use kind of a context so you guys would understand but like you know I read the art of war a long time ago mm-hmm. but like you want to isolate your enemy right you, oh, you yeah. find you find the weaknesses right and you try to like rally and flank them mm-hmm. I mean it's the same thing in relationship right or the same thing in, in you know what we're doing right now is that the enemy whatever that is or whatever the negativity that's out there. Is gonna to try to isolate you and try to get you out on your own, and they're gonna to try to pick you off where you're at your weakest. Mm. If you're in, in communion with your brothers and you guys are in a relationship, you're not gonna be able to have that opportunity to get picked off, right? You're gonna have Tristan standing at your side. Like, you know, you, you, he sees you slipping in a way. He's not gonna allow you to expose yourself in a manner that's gonna compromise you. All right. And, I, and so that's, I mean, I look at, I look at sex in that same way. They're like, if there's a weakness there, I'm, I'm exposed. If I, if that's a weakness of mine, like if I know that I've got like a, I crave like, let's just go with my love language, right? Physical touch is my love language. Mm-hmm. And that can put me easily exposed to using sex in the wrong manner. But if I have like a buddy that's like checking on me, like, Hey, I'm got, a, I got a date tonight and they're coming over the house. Like, can you text me and make sure like I respond? So it means I'm not. Like doing the deed, right? Mm -hmm. You know, keeping track of your brothers or whatever. Like, if if they know that that's something that's important to you, like, dude, you got you got yourself a brother. And I know that I like touched on like probably three really good points right there.
2: No, actually, you pat myself on the
1: back, but the isolation one (laughs) is
2: massive. Yeah, Yeah, that's huge. Um, I mean, because people will use that in a way, and every I mean, men and women will isolate their victim, Mm -hmm. so they feel like there's nobody else they can go to. So it's only them, so they can imbue the, their their views the attack the gaslight they're gonna they and i mean that's where the attacks come from is when you're alone when you have your brothers your sisters whatever your your um your family is behind you kind of you know i mean you need those people around to hold you accountable to lift you up and to call out the bad acting on both sides and, and that's yeah. really what it is is we have to be available to to voice and to get our emotions out and if you're stuck. And you're only there, and all you're hearing is this person berating you and putting you down. You never get to climb out of that foxhole.
3: Well, because at that point you're starting to get your tools out and you're building your home over that little pothole yeah. that he was just talking about. Mm-hmm. And you can get in that pothole hey, and start like, building I like it your it here, house. Man. Yeah, I really
1: love it here. It's comfortable. Yeah, and
3: and, and, and it's you get comfortable
1: used to it. in, a, in a
2: bad way because yeah, you're just yeah, used yeah. to it. And you're like you're like well, this is all I've ever known. I'm living in a cave. The cave is great. I love the cave. And you see a sunshine outside, and you go, the sun's out there. I see it, but I know the cave. Yeah, and that's, well, that's I feel where it gets safe scary. right
3: here, even though I'm even though I'm getting hurt and you because know, they do, and I hate to say this is the
1: way it's supposed to be, but it's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: Like I'll deal with this pain because I'm supposed to. This is my bed. I'm lying in it because like, I assume this is what's yeah. right. Oh, you
1: mean you start getting prideful.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
2: don't know. It's tough, man. Yeah. And and I mean, that that's the killer. The, one of the big notes on the very bottom here, guys, is that pride kills relationships. We're made for relationships, right? But yep. pride truly does because when I start valuing myself more than you or you more than me, that's pride. And that's where I get hurt and I get upset at everything you say to me or vice versa. And that's where we become narcissist, And that's where we start digging those holes and where I start, you know, keeping my heel on you. And you're walking around an eggshells the entire time, because you're like, dude, what am I doing wrong? I really want to be in this. I really want to make sure it works, but it's just not working out, you know? And so that's, that's, that's a greater struggle.
1: No. And it's, you know, there's a, there was a book that I'm reading. It's the 30 covert manipulation tactics that people use. It's pretty deep, wow, it's a really deep title. It's great because it does talk about some of these things that like we're, we're talking about. And it just to have the raise the awareness of, like, yeah, pride kills relationships, and we were made for relationships. And as guys, like, the fact that we're able to sit around with each other right now and share about a topic that is, well, a few topics that is all kind of tied together. Yeah. But I mean, it, kind of an impromptu thing. I didn't know these two guys were going, going to be here. I thought it was going to be me and Tristan. So it's pretty cool that like I get you know two other people here in front of me that like we can we can see this that. It, you know it means a great deal that like we're always talking about fellowship and I mean yeah, we are, I'm not alone we are in fellowship right oh, now oh no you're yeah.
3: definitely not alone
2: and that that's the best part I mean I, I love the fact that we get to get here and do this mm-hmm. and everybody listening I mean you're in fellowship with us this is this is real and this is men actually opening up and, and being real with it and I think we'll have to have another an actual entire episode based on just divorce itself yeah and talk about that
1: um that's scary
2: yeah it is no <laughs> it's I, mean, so, really. I
1: mean it's deep and it gets messy and you know, one thing I, I tell Tristan, like, you know, you guys are joining us in this, this fellowship, but like, dude, I had a crappy week last week. Like, yeah, you did. And the, the ability that now I have in through this, just doing a podcast, I've got a best friend. now. like first for, other than like, obviously,
3: well, you got a few yeah, now. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> no, the first person I called was Tristan. I'm like, dude, I'm like going through some crap or like, are you okay if I put this on you right now?
2: And I'm he's here. Like, and he's
1: like, dude, come over right now, like get over here. This this is what the brotherhood's about.
2: I mean, this is really what it is. When we we can't stay stuck in our caves because they're comfortable, we have to get out of the cave and step in that sunshine because we need it, and we need each other for this. And that's why that's why I thought it'd be great to have everybody at the table today because it's just it's a good feeling, especially during the know.
4: pandemic when people are committing suicide over oh my, all oh my kinds gosh, of reasons dude. other than yeah, that, other than the ding dong virus itself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean when you're just stuck at home isolation and you're always it. at home with someone that you're always conflicting with sometimes that can yeah. lead into a lot more heavier domestic issues and it's happening yeah. across the united states uh since top of last year it's scary, it's scary it's a scary world we're living
2: right what now. was
1: a what was a bad issue before has now been completely totally exposed to be a full-blown epidemic yeah i in yeah. itself anyway and, it really and i'm not just i'm not talking about corona i'm talking about the mental health, suicide, isolation. Oh, that's worse than the like, virus. It's worse than, than the, the virus. Whole, yeah. So, yeah.
3: Oh, well, look mm-hmm. up the statistics. They said that uh, 2020 was like the worst year for divorce, like the highest oh, rate they've seen. Have
1: you, have you had to go try to talk an attorney? In the last, I've already. Like, yeah, 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 I've
3: got put in a waiting line.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. If you're out there listening, if you uh, need a divorce attorney <laughs> or yeah, over a civil issue, um, yeah. yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Get on the waiting here's list. Here's the other one, though. Like, right? being healthy, being proactive, like mm-hmm. seeking out counseling. Like I've literally done that. And for myself and for my kid, the wait list for those They're oh, yeah. I have a friend that's a counselor in Spokane and you know, to hear their stories. Like <laughs> it's like, they, there's not enough hours in the day to help everybody, mm-hmm. which it's is amazing. It's, it's, that's why it's so important that you got to get a circle around you. Like, yep. cause some of these conversations too, you can have with a counselor. I want the professional opinion, obviously, cause there's mm-hmm. stuff that's just super deep that like, Tristan's not going to have the skills or you guys won't have the skills or my other buddy, Mark or whoever, they're not going to have the skills to be like, dude, like here's, here's how you can like combat this. I mean, obviously, you know, my faith comes in handy because there's a book about how to handle stuff, but you really got to dig and find the answers. And that's why I love pursuing that aspect. But like, you got to get a professional. And, oh yeah. With some of
3: this stuff. You definitely need somebody that's, that's in that line of work. Cause like, like I'm in counseling, I actually have two counselors. That's awesome. And then my kids have counselors. And I, I believe she's still in counseling. But you, not only do you need a counselor, though, you need your friends like Tristan. Like Tristan, I, like the yeah. counselor will only tell you so much, and he'll give you his voice. But he's still a counselor. Like yeah, yeah. he gets paid, he can't tell you. He like, can't call you, call you on best, shit. Yeah, the best yeah. would be like, Dude, you need a best friend. <laughs> that's why you need. That's why you need your brothers to be able to call you on your shit and be like, no, really. Um, yeah. Quit jerking off. Get it's get time out. to man up. It's time up. to yeah. man yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. Not up or
1: shut up. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I mean everyone should have a friend or someone that they can, they can call on. Cause that shit's hard to, it is, alone sucks. Life is, life is hard. Like, life, man. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Life, life sucks.
1: And, and uh, it was something that like, or, uh,
3: sorry, let me rephrase that. Life does not suck. There's most circumstances. There's, circumstances
1: yeah. suck. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. And I, there was
1: something that was like really pressing my heart earlier today. It was like, you know, things for me have been tough in the last like seven days. And, I mean, and I look at it, I'm like, man, things have been tough kind of for like the last seven years (laughs) too. But at the same time, like all of that, (laughs) all of that has a purpose. Like all of that, that stuff that I go through, it's been like leading to having conversations like this. Like my past has put me in front of you guys to like have a crazy awesome conversation or it's put me in the position to like be a better dad.
3: Oh, and and that's what it's about though. I mean – my brother Tristan is one of the best dads. Like, if I could be half the dad this man is, I'll know dad. I'll be doing good. No, he's a great dad. I'm, I'm average, but I mean, no, 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 no. come on, now. Yeah, you're being humble. He is. Shut he's up. being very, very humble. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm going to read this. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, we're good. We'll do the next
1: episode. But uh it doesn't apply. No, you should read it. No, this is something about my kid.
3: Do it. I would love to know I would love. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I mean, are Really quick right. on a side thing, real quick. Yeah, keep going. The cat didn't like you. He's just never seen a black man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. you <laughs> no, go, you no, oh, never go. Oh. Bow, wow! Yeah. <laughs> I had to say that. Oh, sorry. i sorry. Oh,
2: no man. Hey, so we, before you start that, though, yeah. um, we're going to end the episode with Ryan reading this because I, it's important to him. I mean, he mentioned to it uh, before we even started, and I think this is a, a good value piece. But it's Valentine's Day, and everybody out there is going to get a heart of some sort or whatever. The biggest. Takeaway is that our hearts have four different Sections there's two halves Right and this is why we Need to be in fellowship okay? mm-hmm. We seek relationships Because one half of us is Always pumping and one's always intaking And in order to have value we have to Continually give that to each other so make Sure you are reaching out to each other um, I mean we have our veteran buddies out there 22 a day it's strong It's, it's in our hearts every day I mean I, I don't think There's a day I, I don't think about that honestly Which is crazy um, yeah, I've lost a couple. Just always think about I'm my guys, you know, and and just being here with you, everybody. So Ryan, do you, do you need some music? Do you know? Uh, just
1: the backstory to this to kind of give you, okay, like, well, uh, I'm going to mute everybody else besides you. So yeah, to give you the backstory on this, this was a, um, something I had to write when I went through my divorce and I had the custody hearing, um, which if you've never done a custody hearing is incredibly difficult because you hear the worst about yourself. um, but I was also put with the task, and this is the last paragraph that I wrote of my opening statement, um, and it was to describe what my child means to me. So we're talking about love and Valentine's Day. This is basically a love letter to my kid.
2: This is probably the best. <laughs> I, might the
1: I might cry. I might cry. We're here to guess. hold you. We got you. <laughs> so, um, and then for those of you know, like my son's now five, so this was written two years ago. Um, actually, two years ago, probably about. Weeks ago, yeah, okay. so like two and two years and three weeks ago, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the reason I wanted to share this though is because, um, you got this man. This is the heart that I wanted to take to my kid, right? That I, if he can, if I can go to the grave, if I, if I died, he would get a chance to read this mm-hmm. and he would never question the fact that I love him. And so, um, we will end with this, but uh, it's my last paragraph, so. Uh, putting the love that I have for Owen into words might be the most difficult thing that I have had to explain. How do you explain something that you feel, but even more so live out every second of the day? Short of the Lord Almighty, ever in my life loved something more or someone so much, Owen and I share a special bond that nobody will ever take from me, and I'm willing to drop everything for Owen to make sure his needs are always met. I gladly sacrifice my social calendar, my free time, vacation plans, personal desires, To make sure that my son will never have to go without and always have a father that's present, intentional, active, selfless, most most of all, loving. Owen is an easy kid to love. His personality, the funny conversations we have, his ability for storytelling, his crazy, out-of-control curly blonde hair, everything that he is. I love everything that he is and is becoming. I love the title of dad and hold that with the honor and the highest esteem. I respect what that means as a provider and a role model. I work hard in every aspect of my life that I can be a man my son is proud of. Often, meaning I will choose to do the things that are hard and selfless to make sure he has long has enough long before any of my selfish ambition or wants. Be working extra hours when he's asleep on weekends. That I don't have him. I'll become a better man. I have become a better man because of Owen. I've learned more in this journey than I can ever imagine. And not for one second do I regret anything in the past because everything that has taken place has happened so I could be ill instead. One thing that is an absolute is that my son will know he will never go without my love for him. Nothing has nor will ever be more important than the love for my son.
2: Wow. That's awesome. Um, that was deep. Yeah. You're right, man.
3: Yeah, You're I'm
1: good. good. I'm okay. Bleeding.
2: You didn't cry. I, Gosh,
1: schmuck. I kind of teared up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But no, like I did. At the beginning. That's right.
2: And we're going to get you there one of these days. Give <sighs> right. me a talk about my parents, too. Yeah. F- I can't wait for that one. That'll be good. So um, we're a little over time, and that's all right. You know, an hour and a half is fine. It's no big deal.
3: You can make Ken cry today.
2: Really? Do I propose? Yeah.
3: No, like... If you propose, I'll there's like,
2: going to be a lot of crying later.
3: You, <laughs>
2: you, could, you could always... Like, ah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And this is I mean, Military Brothers. Oh, I don't want to do the thing. Uh, no, we, we can do it later. I think yeah. that'll be beautiful, though. That'll be so awesome. Serenade them. <laughs> We've got a secret. It's awesome. We, we have a
3: secret for Kendrick. Yeah, it's
2: pretty amazing. <laughs> um, we'll make, I'll, I'll tell you about it. You're going to love yeah. it. But anyway, so we'll, we'll wrap this up, everybody. Um, thank you so much again for joining us on the Advocacy. Thanks for, uh, for Ken and my brother, Jr. here also to be part of this and uh, for allowing them to bring Ryan into the brotherhood here. That's right. It's been pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's pretty awesome. nice, man.
1: Challenge dads out there this week, Valentine's day. Tell your kids, most of all, show your kids that you love them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Valentine's day just isn't about that loved one, that the person that you're intimate with, um, sexually, it's about everybody in your life that you're intimate with. Get out there, um, make some love and not in the bad way. Really <laughs> produce the love, fabricate the love. Yeah. Just not with video. I don't want to know about it.
3: <laughs> I don't know if you want to fabricate the love. Yeah, I was just saying, I oh, that's <laughs> the right word. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word. but Not in that image. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: definitely to go out Stimulate there. the love somehow to the heart. In public, maybe. Is that better? <laughs> Depends on your know. stimulation. Depends yeah. on your stimulation. Just,
2: just, just, just be good. We know so, what you're talking yeah. about, guys. Everybody knows yeah. this. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: this is the advocacy. This is, yeah. this is us. Remember to like us, follow One us. One step at a
2: time. Give us five stars. Yeah, it's We are, are now on,
1: I believe, seven Episode platforms? seven. No,
2: seven oh, Yeah, we have seven platforms already. Yeah,
1: so you can catch us on, obviously, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, uh, Amazon. If
2: you go to uh, anchor.fm forward slash
1: the advocacy, advocacy podcast. Dot, or, no, the advocacy podcast, all one word.
2: You'll actually be able to see um, all the links to all the stuff and click one of those, follow it, listen to us, enjoy us. Share, share us with, with your feedback. friends
1: too, because we do get monetized for some of the podcasts now. So it's a chance for us to recoup some of the costs that um, we've incurred to get this out there.
2: We need a 1,000 likes to get 15 bucks. Let's be real. Yeah. We're not going to get rich anytime soon. In um, <laughs> no, any doing. way, shape, or form. Stranger hey, things have happened. Yeah, really. <laughs> Turtle speed. <laughs> That's really what it is. Man, I wish I had that Ow. sound bite.
1: Smooth is slow and slow <laughs> is faster. <laughs> exactly smooth, fast, fast, slow. I can't remember. Thanks for joining us. I butchered it. I butchered butchered the crap out of that one.
2: Have a fantastic Valentine's Day. And, (laughs) you know, we're probably going to do some more with Junior and Ken because this has been really entertaining. Uh, And not suitable for work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, this is it. You guys take care. Thanks.